friends, this is Anna and Rachel, and we are excited to chat about a modality that Rachel teaches and leads and is one of my favorites, and it's called I Rest. I love that it's one of your favorites. Yeah, actually we met, um, it was slightly mm-hmm. after we met, I came to one of your workshops. That's right. And My first workshop ever, really? actually. Mm-hmm. It, was it was a three-hour workshop, mm-hmm. and we yeah. talked a lot about... Um, it's the this whole modality and mm-hmm. understanding it, and it was uh, it was really um, mm-hmm. impacting for me. Yeah. Oh, it's been so impacting for me. It's changed my life. It's a modality I, I love. I love teaching IRS, and I love doing IRS. I love being in an IRS practice myself. So so great. So explain the name. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'll say it's a mindfulness meditation practice. So. You know, it is technically meditation. Doesn't feel like what you might think meditation should feel like or does feel like. But now back to the name. I'll get to that more in a moment. Um, I rest. It's a little I, capital R. I just like to explain that because I think it helps people understand. But it was coined in the 90s when iPads and I, I guess iPhones and iPods were just coming on the market strong. So the founder, my teacher, Richard Miller, coined um, I rest the i being for integrative the rest being for restoration so it's a rest or restorative restoration so it's an integrative and restorative practice and the institute is integrative restoration institute so he just put the i and the rest together to make i rest i love it and yeah. it works with the subconscious mind so for mm-hmm. those of you who understand when i when we talk about working with the subconscious mind which is mm-hmm. the 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 iceberg underneath the surface right. the feelings emotions self beliefs body mm-hmm. sensations mm-hmm. and that place inside of us that really needs to get on board with the truth of who we are mm-hmm. this is a practice that really helps us do that. Mm -hmm. So how does it, how does it help? Yeah. So, um, it comes from an ancient practice called yoga nidra and it's just a modern adaptation of that. And the word nidra means sleep. So it's not that we're actually sleeping in the practice, but we're approximating brainwave states that feel like sleep or that are the same states that we go through when we move into sleep and when we come back out of sleep. So those kind of in-between states that are really meditative and where the beta brainwave, which is the constant thinking, recursive loop, you know, what you would call the conscious mind, where that brainwave goes offline and there's sort of a loosened attention. And, and we can get a lot of access into the subconscious in those in-between states. So we're really resting. This conscious mind is part of ourselves. Is sleeping, <laughs> and so this, to speak. Yeah. yeah. And this is the part of our mind, you know, for those of you who are like laying in bed at night and your mind is on loop. Right. It's what I call the hamster wheel. I'm thinking about yeah. the same thoughts over mm-hmm. and over and over again, trying to find my way out of it, but I can't because I'm on the hamster wheel of the same right. thoughts, the same patterns. And what we mm-hmm. have to do is allow that part of our mind, that to hamster relax. wheel... To relax and to connect mm-hmm. to something deeper. Right. And there are actually ways to do that. So mm-hmm. iRest is sort of, you know, a very strategic, um, it's, it's neuroscientific, but it's also spiritual. But in both ways, it's a strategic way to do that. Because when you're on that hamster wheel, it's a particular area of the brain that's active. And it lights up, you know, on, on imaging of the brain. 
Mm-hmm. We can see, we know exactly what part of the brain is producing that brain wave. Mm-hmm. And an interesting thing about it is it's the part of the brain so that you know that sense of tension and thinking and recursive looping um, it carries with it a sort of a sense of contraction and being separated. So we also know that Narrow that's focus. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the part of the brain that is responsible for the narrative of and the personal narrative. So I, me, my, and mine, my story, my issues, my, you know, whatever, my problems, my all my all stuff. of it right like yeah. that's all bound up in the same part of the brain as this recursive thinking so to have an actual really strategic sequential process for getting out of that is beautiful and miraculous you know i think i used to think i i did i did used to think that a state of relaxation or a calm but alert focus, um, a sense of spaciousness or oneness or trust, you know, relaxation, all these spiritual things we desire, I thought, or peace, you know, I thought they were random states of grace that I, you know, just, you might be able to access once a year or something, right. Might, might, might drop in every (laughs) few months or, you know, God, God forbid, I used to think they were earned. You know, if I was good enough, maybe I would get that state of grace. And so many people still feel that way, right? Yeah. But what Iris taught me is no, this is a neural pathway and we can practice it. So that it becomes a, a frequent felt experience, a pattern that the body and the brain begin to remember. And the reason they can remember it is because it is who we always are, and it is always here in the background. We've just gotten away from it with all of the more foreground conscious mind layers. That's a perfect explanation of that. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I love about iRest is it's such a balance between uh, uh, the the working with the mind and and there's a scientific mind brain based aspect. And then Mm -hmm. there's this spiritual deep understanding of the fact Mm -hmm. that our, our true state is Mm -hmm. peace and love and connection with God Mm -hmm. always. Right. And what we're trying to do is really help the conscious and subconscious mind get on board with that truth. And it's not cognitive. Right. right. So we're not trying to get on board with that truth by talking ourselves into it. Mm-hmm. So it's, this is a really, uh, IRS is a, what we call a somatic mindfulness practice. Which is practice. Body. So it's yeah. body. Yeah. So you're working with the body mm-hmm. as well as the mind, the psychosomatic connection, the connections between brain and body, because to only think about something does not affect change, but to lay it down in the body to hardwire it. So in IRS, we call that the felt sense. We're always looking for the felt sense. If the body doesn't remember these felt senses, the brain is not going to be able to talk the body into them. That's perfect because um, one of the things I, I tell people all the time is, you know, we we know a lot of things that mm-hmm. we have not been able to experience. Or embody. Is or another. embody, mm-hmm. yes. So what if you could actually feel, feel it? And that's what I love what you know. <laughs> about this practice because I began to feel what I knew and yeah. I began to feel it on a regular basis and I began to have tools that would help me cultivate feeling it when I wasn't feeling it. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. those of you who um, have a, a Christian 
um, faith, um, you know, the, the scripture that talks about on the righteousness of God in Christ or mm-hmm. peace that passes understanding. And right. there's all these things that we know mm-hmm. consciously in our Letting in our peace mind. be your guide. Exactly. You know? All those things. Mm-hmm. The joy in the Lord being your strength. Precisely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and to actually have not just a knowledge of that, because sometimes mm-hmm. just a frontal lobe, um, conscious Mm-mm. mind can actually be a very condemning for us. And right. Like, like why it. don't you feel that? <laughs> exactly. Right. You should, you know, the scriptures, you <laughs> yeah. know, you should be right. Yeah. 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 So, um, this actually helps you experience what you know mm-hmm. to be true. And it are training our body and our mind to get on board with this trueness mm-hmm. that's already there. Right. And IRS calls that your essential nature. I love it. Yeah. So at its ultimate, it's a, it's a tool for spiritual inquiry. You know, who is this that I really am? And what does that feel like? And the remembering of what it feels like to rest in who we really are. Mm. And, but then there's, you know, that's at its, some people don't want it for that reason. At its most basic, and this is no less beautiful, it's an incredible kinesthetic relaxation. For those of us, you know, and that's most of the world, most of our culture right now that run around in, in fight or flight mm. with a really high stress response, you know, and sleep deprived and unable to unwind and relax at its most basic iRest gives us that gift. And then in between, so it's kind of a spectrum. I always tell people, you know, it can be pretty much anything you want it to be. So in between the kinesthetic relaxation and the spiritual inquiry, we work with bodily sensations emotions and beliefs. So this content of the psyche or the subconscious um, that prevents us from resting well at night or from feeling and embodying who we really are, those things can also get worked with mm. in, the, in the context of an eye rest practice. So great. Yeah. Um, so can you give us kind of an idea of what a practice would look like, like a group yeah, practice? Sure. So that's how I most often lead it. I can do one-on-ones as well, but it's often done as a group meditation. I lead six-week series uh, where we meet once a week. And in that group, um, I usually recommend that people take a supported reclining position. You know, we usually think of the meditation position as being seated and really upright and vertical spine and um, but because of the, the deep relaxation component, it's nice for people's bodies to feel supported. So I often recommend that they support themselves with bolsters or blankets or against a wall in a way that they can relax and recline. So it's just kind of a room full of people that looks like they're taking a nap, you know, yeah. <laughs> or in Shavasana, for those of you who are who understand the yoga language of that relaxation pose. Um, you can always sit more upright if you want to stay more alert. But then it's fully guided. So once we're in a supported reclining position, eyes closed, going inward, um, relaxing the body, my voice guides you through an entire 35-minute practice. And the IRS protocol itself has 10 steps, and I guide you through them all. And sometimes you hear my voice, and sometimes you slide into those in-between states and lose self-awareness, and you don't hear my voice. And it's all valuable, and it still works. And you come out feeling rested, refreshed, restored. Yes, and it can make up sleep debt, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So if you've had some sleep debt, IRS can really help mm-hmm. you do that. Right. And can we quickly go over brainwave states so they understand as they're dropping down yeah, into brainwave states? Absolutely. 
Yeah. So once you start, once the beta brainwave starts relaxing, which once we start sensing the body, that brainwave state starts relaxing. So it's the fastest brainwave um, that we most commonly Mm -hmm. experience is beta. The one right after that, as we move towards uh, sleep, is a slightly slower brainwave called alpha. And it's a state that feels relaxed, but still alert. A lot of like daydreaming happens in this state. Dreaming happens in this state. It's somewhat creative, um, but not not really with a lot of psychological content to it. Um, then after that, we slide into a slightly slower, deeper brainwave called theta. And this one is really the language of the subconscious. So we get a lot of imagery here. Um, some intuitive understanding, spiritual insight, psychological content coming up. Um, But it doesn't have a lot of language. It has no language attached to it. So when we come back from Theta, we may not remember what went on while we were there. Mm -hmm. We probably won't remember. And then after Theta, you slide into the Delta brainwave, which is the slowest brainwave of deep sleep. So in iRest, we're kind of surfing between alpha and theta mostly sometimes people fuse with deep sleep but not often most often people feel like they were awake but can't remember you know they're like well I heard I heard you the whole time I don't remember a word you said you know which is perfect yeah that means we're out of beta right exactly right <laughs> which is yeah. where we want to be mm-hmm. and that's where the most change is affected is when mm-hmm. we get into that deeper mm-hmm. subconscious place yeah so I want to know uh you may have another question for me yeah. but I want to know um what your experience has been. You know, one of the things I love the most about it is that it is a process of welcoming. Mm, And so welcoming all the emotions that come up and the beliefs without Mm. trying to get rid of them, without trying to get into fix-it mode or to change it, you just Mm. let it be there. Because I Mm. think, you know, so much in our culture, we haven't been given the tools to know how to work with our emotions, our thoughts, our Mm. beliefs. And whenever there is a, a, a whole, like, a space given to just welcome Mm -hmm. what's showing up for me. And I just get to be there with it. Um, Not only do I love the welcoming aspect of it, but I love how I feel afterwards. Mm. How do you feel afterwards? I want to (laughs) know. I just feel um, really expansive. Mm -hmm. And I feel very like, um, connected to my body, mm-hmm. um, and not like I'm pushing away, like tense. I feel, you know, very mm-hmm. relaxed, very peaceful, usually, um, kind of a, a an alertness that's also relaxed, right. like a clar- clarity in my mind. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all those things. Yeah. So great. Yeah. It's beautiful practice. And it's, um, it, to me, it is a very effective meditation tool. There's some mm-hmm. that to me take a lot longer, Mm-hmm. Um, but between the body sensing and mm-hmm. the way that you you lead us through, it, mm-hmm. it's, you can get a lot done in a short amount of time. You can get a lot done. Which mm-hmm. I love. And we need those effective, quick tools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we really do. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's fantastic. Anything else you want to share about iRest? Those are my main thoughts right now. Thanks for pulling in welcoming. That's a big piece of it. You know, and part of even the the spiritual context for that is that what we resist, mm-hmm. you know, what we condemn, what we judge, we're bound to. Yeah. We have attention and energy bound in it. And man, I mean, I, I still do it on a daily basis, you know, the self-judgment, the self-condemnation. Um, but whatever those things are, we've got attention and energy bound in them. So the moment we welcome... Yeah. What we are saying is, I am more than this thing. 
I am able to welcome it. I am the expansiveness. I am the the spiritual vastness. I am the vast, unchanging spirit that can welcome all of my experience. Mm. And the moment that you can welcome it, attention is freed and you get to move beyond it. You get to transcend it and experience yourself as more than that. Yeah, one of my favorite um, things that you've mentioned about IRS is you had just gotten back from an IRS level two and mm-hmm. you were just glowing and you were <laughs> so present and you mm-hmm. were, it was just very, very, um, very drawing. And mm-hmm. I remember you saying uh, something to the effect of, um, you are the space that can hold mm-hmm. all. Yeah. And I think we forget that we are not our mind, we're not our body, mm-hmm. we are the being, we're a spiritual mm-hmm. being in a physical right. body. And so the more we tune mm-hmm. into that, mm-hmm. the more that the the narrow focus, right. the obsession, the, the, the judgment, mm-hmm. more of that right. just begins to kind of take a back seat and we don't right. give it as much airtime. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're the container, the unchanging container that holds all of your changing experience. And we get fused with the changing experience, Mm. you know? And so IRS is the practice of feeling yourself as the unchanging container Mm. that's neither attached to pleasure nor averse to pain because Mm. both in the yogic tradition are a cause of suffering, either being attached to pleasure or averse to pain. Mm. But to feel yourself as the equanimous state you know, that regardless of what comes and goes, you still are, and you still are fine. You are okay. You are well, actually, mm-hmm. and whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you. Such a beautiful Thanks practice. For, Thanks for inviting me to share. Yeah, yeah. wonderful. Yeah.